This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And welcome again to Cottage Talk. I am Russ Goldman. This is my preview of Fulham's match on Sunday against Aston Villa. I'm going to be sharing my five keys to victory for Fulham against Aston Villa in this show. I'll also share my thoughts on the starting 11 and my prediction for this match. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other Fulham supporters find us. Before I get going with the preview, a couple things I want to mention. First of all, if you have not listened yet, please do check out my show where I give my reasons why I want Shahid Khan to sell Foam Football Club. You might disagree with me. I've gotten a lot of comments. Be careful what you wish for. I get that, but I'm entitled to my opinion. I want Foam to come first to... Anyone who owns Fulham Football Club, I don't feel that is the situation right now. That's one of the reasons. I give you several reasons. Please feel free to listen and disagree with me. That's what makes things go around. We don't have to agree, but we're all Fulham supporters, and I do hope you take a listen. And uh, I definitely want your thoughts on it. So please check out my latest episode, which I recorded on Wednesday, the reasons why I want Shahid Khan to sell Fulham Football Club. Okay. So let's get to it. And the results did not go Fulham's way. If you look at the table today, you look at the results. They were not good. They were not in favor of Fulham. But I'm going to ask you this question, anyone listening. What's today's date? Today is uh, November 11th. And we have a long way to go in this season. A very long way to go. So to be concerned about 
where Fulma right now I think is a little overblown, but I know that there are people out there that are concerned that they're worried. So I'm going to share this because, listen, Fulmar, where they are right now, the table doesn't lie. They are currently sitting 16th. That's where they are. So the table does not lie on that. It absolutely doesn't. However, the fixtures upcoming don't lie either because there are several matches upcoming where Fulham can get points, which is called what it is. So you can worry like crazy because Fulham are where they are right now in the table. But you can also look at the matches upcoming and thinking, I don't think they're going to be on 12 points as we get to Christmas. I, I don't see that happening. But you see these results from Bournemouth, Everton, and I guess it's easy to get a little bit concerned. I'm not. I'm absolutely not. I'm confident Fulham will not be in a relegation battle. Yes, I said the word. I told myself I wouldn't, but I'm going to say it because it's all over social media. I'm not worried about it. If Fulham are sitting at the bottom of the table in those three relegation spots at Christmas, I'd be worried. i absolutely be worried. That would be a very bad sign. But we're nowhere near that right now. So if you look at the upcoming fixtures, I just want to put everyone into perspective with what I'm talking about. Because I know where they are on the table. I see it. I'm not blind. I'm not blind to the results. But after this match, upcoming against Aston Villa on the road, which is a difficult match, Fulham are home against Wolves. They go on the road to Anfield to face Liverpool. That's followed by home matches against Nottingham Forest and West Ham. Then they're on the road against Newcastle United. As you can see, they can be beat on a certain day. Then Fulham are home against Burnley. Then they're on the road against Bournemouth. And then we start the second part of the season when they face Arsenal at home. So those are the upcoming fixtures. And of course, there's also that Everton match in the Carabao Cup. But I just mentioned to you, I see several points still out there for Fulham Football Club, regardless of the fact that they do not have a striker that can score goals. I still see points. If they already got 12 points, I'm going to say it right now. I can see at least another 12 points, maybe even more from the matches I just mentioned. So for those that are really worried about relegation, how about seeing the season halfway through before you go there? And I have a feeling Fulham are going to invest in January. They need to invest in January. They absolutely do. They need a striker. They might need a few positions. So we'll see how that all plays out. But if you want to get worried, if you want to really be worried because Fulham sits 16th right now, on November 11th, and we're not even halfway through the season. I get it. I understand it. You probably are one that always gets worried that they might get relegated. I understand that. I'm not one of those people. I'm absolutely not one of those people. I'm one that is a glass, probably mostly full, not even half. I'm just not worried like others. So anyways, so let's get to it. Let's go through my five keys to victory for Fulham against Aston Villa. Let's start with number five. And number five, I think, is an important one. Marco has to set Fulham up to win. Now, he always sets Fulham up to win. He never plays for a draw, and I expect to see that. But what I mean by this, he needs to get that starting 11 right. I'll share my thoughts on what I hope 
Marco does and what I think he's going to do coming up. But he needs to have Fulham play a certain way within his style and take advantage of the situation that Aston Villa played on Thursday. So there's a lot of things here. But the coaching battle, as I always talk about, Unai Emery is a very good coach. He does what he does. Marco Silva tends to do what he does. But I do hope he tweaks some things in this match. And I think he needs to get that starting 11 right. He needs to make the right substitutions in the second half where I think Fulham have a chance to win this match. They're not going to win it in the first half. They're not going to get up on this team. They're going to have to do it in the second half. So it's going to come down to decision-making for me, for Marco Silva, that can make a big difference in Fulham getting all three points. That's why that's my number five. Number four, and this is a big one. I was listening to a Aston Villa podcast just the other day, and they talked about basically dealing with a press. They actually deal with it. They can deal with it very well, and they press very well. So Fulham need to get that press spot on. They cannot make a mistake on this press because this is a team that counters very well. But I think that they do need to press Aston Villa partially because of the fact that they played on Thursday. And this is in Fulham's DNA. They need to press, but they need to get that press right. They can't make a mistake on the press. So that's why that's my number four. Number three deals with the press from Aston Villa, which is extremely effective. We've seen Fulham make mistakes against a team that presses. Tottenham Hotspur comes to mind. And Fulham cannot make a mistake against the press. So this is going to be where I'm looking at this. I always go back to that Liverpool match last season at Craven Cottage. Number three is try mixing it up instead of only playing the ball off from the back. Now, Marco is hell-bent on playing the ball off from the back. This is a team that will literally destroy that if Fulham make a mistake. So my thoughts are two things. Either completely bypass it by trying to just kick it long to probably Carlos Vinicius or up the sides, up the flanks. Why not try that? Just completely bypass it. Or if you're going to do it, mix it up. Don't always play the ball out from the back because I think that they're going to target Calvin Bassey. That's what I would do. I would target Calvin Bassey to make a mistake. And we've seen it. He can make those mistakes. So I would tend to mix it up. I personally might not even play the ball off in the back, but that's not going to happen in this match. I'm only dreaming to think that Marco would go back to that strategy against Liverpool last season. But that's what I'm hoping that he does at least mixes it up and doesn't just play the ball off from the back because I could see a mistake or two coming from Fulham. Okay, number two, do not let Fulham center backs get exposed. Now, this goes back to the pressing, but also the counterattacking because Aston Villa are very good on the counterattack. And you don't want to leave a player like Tim Ream on an island one-on-one because that's where he can get exposed for the lack of pace. You can really take advantage of him. So Fulham have to be careful. They have to give a lot of uh, help to these center backs. They really do. And like I mentioned, Calvin Bassey, who I have a lot of faith in, but he is a left-footed center back playing on the right, and there is a mistake in there if 
a team could take advantage of that. So I'm a little bit concerned. So Fulham need to give help to their center backs. We're talking about Paulina. We're talking about the fullbacks. Get the F back and help your center backs. That's why that's my number two. Coming up next is my number one key to victory for Fulham and my starting 11 and my prediction for the match. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Okay, my number one key to victory is this. Wear down Aston Villa to potentially take advantage of them in the second half. What I mean by this, we saw this with Brighton. Fulham definitely wore them down in the second half. They played on Thursday. I know they played at Villa Park, but they still played. Fulham are fresh, and they'll be ready to go. So this can be a game of attrition. Tire them out. That's why I'm talking about pressing them. Make them tired in the second half to the fact that they might make a mistake. They're going to have a lot of the ball. Maybe in the second half, like that Brighton-Hove Albion match, you're going to get more of the ball. You're going to press them to make a mistake. So I think it all sets up to stay close to Aston Villa. Going into that second half, if you're close, I think Fulham have a decent chance of not just getting a point, but getting all three points against Aston Villa. Listen, I respect Aston Villa. I'm not buying all the hype. They might prove me wrong on Sunday. I'm not buying all the hype. I just am not. I think they're there to be had. Very good team. There are an incredible team at Villa Park. Doesn't matter. I think Fulham have more than enough to go into Villa Park and get all three points and shock them, shock everyone. I believe in this club. I know that they don't have a striker but I know that they do have quality and they have a great manager who will set them up to win. That's the way I'm looking at it. But I think they need to wear them down, get them into the second half close and see if you can not nick a point, nick a win. That's the way I'm looking at it. Okay, so let's talk about the starting 11. This is going to be interesting for this match because when you look at it, it looks difficult. Like I said, the match itself looks difficult. But if you're matching up with them, I think I see some situations where Fulham, with their starting 11, if they get it right, I think that there's something there for them. But we shall see. So let's talk about the starting 11. I'm going to go with Bern Leno. I will go with Castagna, Anthony Robinson. Center backs are going to be Reem and Bassey. Then we get to the conundrum. What do you do in the middle? This is where it gets interesting. So obviously it's going to be Paulinho. I'm going to say it's going to be Awobi and Pereira. William on the left. I'm going to go with Bobby Decadover Reed on the right and Carlos Vinicius up front. The reason I'm going with Pereira, I'd like to go with Lukic and Awobi being your number 10, but I feel that Fulham need to press, and Pereira is a good pressing player. So I'm going to include Pereira along with Carlos Vinicius because I think they need to press Aston Villa. That's going to be a starting level. What I believe that Marco's going to go with, I think he's actually going to go with the starting 11 I just gave you. I don't think there's going to be 
any difference there. I think this is the starting 11 that Marco's going to go with. Let's see if I'm right about that. Okay. So let's end with a prediction for this match. And I know everyone is predicting an Aston Villa victory. That's easy. It's Of course it's easy. They're at home. They are where they are. They're currently doing great in the league. They're doing great in Europe. Everything points for three points to Aston Villa. I saw them this summer in the uh, Premier League Summer Series, and I wasn't overly impressed. I remember them from last season with Unai Emery, and they beat Fulham at Villa Park, and I thought, okay, they were a little bit better, but not a hell of a lot better. I think Fulham will be prepared for this match. I do respect them, but I don't think they're this juggernaut. I'm going for an upset victory. I'm going 2-1 to one to Fulham. I don't know how Fulham are going to score two goals, but I'm going 2-1 to one to Fulham with the upset and going the international break. Everyone's given the three points to Astonville. I'm not doing that. I'm actually going in reverse. 2-1 to one to Fulham. I'm an optimist. I'm going for the upset. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of Cottage Talk. As always, please do subscribe on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. It does help other Fulham supporters find us. That's going to do it for this episode. My name is Russ Goldman. Thank you, as always, for watching and listening to Cottage Talk, part of the TalkSport Fan Network. It's the 90th minute and all to play for at the end of the match. All your mates are around. You've got your McDougat share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? I know I'm in. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans.